0: My last session with you, we began talking about serving unselfishly, a life guided by Holy Spirit. Will you write that down? Serving unselfishly. As a matter of fact, repeat it after me: Serving Serving. unselfishly, a life life. guided Guided. by Holy Spirit. Spirit. Now, today for a subheading, I want you to write this down, and as we get into this, we're going to be getting into some greater truths relative to being led by Holy Spirit. But I want you to write this down because one of the things we have to understand is that once we become believers, we're now disciples, those of us who believe in Jesus, we become disciples, disciplined ones, students, learners, uh, not only of the teachings of Christ, But our job is to go into all the world and regurgitate that which we have learned unto others, whereby men may come into the knowledge of the truth. Why? Because God desires that all men be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Amen. The word of God also lets us know that once you have been purchased and you have by the blood of Jesus, you are no longer your own. For you have been bought with a high price. Okay, now, understanding that, we now become citizens, someone say citizens, of the kingdom of God. We are now under God's government, God's rule, God's reign, God's authority. Are you with me? So the life that we used to live, we no longer live but the life that we live now, we live by faith in the Son of God. And I'm saying that to say that once we become born again, the next thing we should do is ask Holy Spirit as to where we are to be planted relative to the body of Christ. Amen. God sets the members. 1 Corinthians twelve eighteen says God places the members or set the members in the body as it pleases Him. So we don't partner with ministries because it's close to my home, nor do we partner with ministries because this is the church that I grew up in. Yeah, you may grew up in that denomination, but when you get of age and when you get to the place of understanding and independence relative to as being an individual, meaning you've grown up, you moved out of the house. Okay, Lord, is this, am I to stay here? It may be. Then it may be where God has led you otherwise, but I won't know that until I give myself to him as to where I'm supposed to be. Now, the thing about that, you have to understand this. uh, You want to be led by Holy Spirit because you can go somewhere. The worship is good. The teaching is good. The people are nice, but that may not be the place for you. So you want to go. Well, the worship is good, the people are loving, the, the, the teaching is good, and that's where God called you to be. Are you with me? Because once you get planted in the place where God has called you, that is the place where that woman of God, where that man of God, will have everything that you need to advance in God's kingdom. Oh, man. Not that the man across the street can't do it, not that the woman across the street can't do it, but they don't have what you need. So you want to be where God has placed you. So you may not like uh, the the color. uh, um, Then here's something else we have to remember. Just because we're African-American doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to have an African-American pastor. And just because I'm Caucasian, Caucasian doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to have a Caucasian pastor pastor, or if I'm Hispanic, or Vietnamese, or whatever it may be, I need to ask God, and wherever God calls me, I I may be Chinese, and God calls me to sit up under a black pastor, or a green pastor, but whatever the case, I need to be sitting somewhere where God has called me. Now, now, the, the next thing we need to understand is that once I get planted There are things that's in me that that God has deposited into me before the foundations of the world that is to add to this ministry or to that ministry. Every joint supplies. So there's something that you are called to do other than sit and listen. There's something that you have been called to do other than just sit and look nice. There's something that you have called to do other than claim a seat. Yeah. No, 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 no. L- listen, and there's something that I've been called to do other than just contribute financially. No, I am to be a participant of my time, my gifts, and my financial contributions. Are you with me? Now, I need to say this because today we're talking about this DIS Tractions, T R A C K T I O N S. my word. Distractions, things that would try to distract you or get you off track. And watch this. Most of the time once we come to the body of Christ, we are already off track. And there need to be disciplines taught whereby we can get on the right track. So imagine coming in and you are already uh, have a set of habits and uh, uh, things that you were used to and accustomed to. So now my mind has to be renewed whereby I can become an effective participant in God's kingdom. Because Satan will always, watch this, fight you for your time, your gifts or your talents, and your money. Yeah. Satan doesn't want you to use your gifts for the kingdom, he rather you let the world prostitute your gift. Oh, Satan don't want you to sow your seed into the kingdom. No, he wants you to use it on drugs or or whatever it is, anything except putting it to God's kingdom. And he definitely don't want your time. No, he wants you to stay so busy that you are never available for kingdom. Are you here? In three things that were always. Uh, uh, the enemy will use to try to get you off course are people, places, and things. (laughs) He will always use people. He will always use places. And he he will always use things. So we have to make sure, uh, see, and I'm saying all this that I had intended to say to, to, we need to reframe our thinking. Because sometimes we, Partner without actually becoming a part of what we have joined ourselves to. So it's not really important to us. I just feel good as long as I go to church. It's, it's much bigger than that. Here. In Galatians. Chapter number five. And I'm going somewhere with this. And I've I, given you some context on our last session. Um. Paul, he's addressing, addressing Christians who uh, were being, one of the things that were going on, they were being uh, scrutinized by Judaizers or people who were telling them that salvation, that if you really want to be saved, you have to keep the ordinances or the laws of Moses. That's the only way you can be saved. Not Even though your salvation, you were justified by faith, not by works. So one of the things Paul was trying to address to, them or, uh, address to them was, no, your justification comes by faith, not by works. Are you with me? So he goes on to even tell them, you know, don't be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Now, listen, God has set you free. Now, when we're talking about the laws and ordinances of Moses, there were things that the children of Israel, which were types and shadows, had to do in order to be justified before God. There were certain offerings they had to do. There were certain uh. uh, uh Festivals that they had to keep. Uh, there were moral laws, civic laws. There were laws against uh, purification. So there were different things that people had to do. In order to, to be right before God until the one and only better sacrifice came, which would be Jesus. Are you, that, that, that could really enable us to be justified before God, because in the old covenant, things that they did only covered sins. But what Jesus did took sins or took our sins away. Are you here? So, so that's why once you are born again, don't you let anybody tell you that you are not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Are you here? But, but, but more so than that, and we can get into that later. But one of the things I wanted to stress was uh, there was something else that was going on. Paul didn't necessarily clarify what it was, but he did let us know that there are some, there, there's some strife going on in the body. Let me show you something. Uh, 5.13, the Amplified Version. Let me show you this. Are you here? You here? Are you here? For you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become what? An opportunity for the sinful nature. What? Worldliness, selfishness, but through love serve and seek the best for one another. And if you go on down to uh fourteen or uh, fifteen, you'll see that they were uh, uh, of, uh watch this where the verse I wanna go to. But verse fifteen. But if you bite and devour one another, so in other words, there had to be some bickering and strife going on. Are you here? So what what the the thing That we want to know, or the thing that we need to understand is that, uh, again, Satan will always fight you for your time, your talents, and your contributions. And he's going to do that by using people, places, or things. Notice Paul said, even though you're free now in Jesus, you're justified by faith, don't use this freedom to, to continue to indulge in selfishness or worldliness. And I showed you in, a couple of weeks ago, we've seen the works or the manifestations of the works of the flesh. Do y'all remember? Do we need to go through that again? Still four from Thanksgiving? <laughs> Let's give the Lord a shout of praise because he's good. <laughs> now, I, 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 I want to show you something. Um, go back to verse 13. Look at verse 13. Verse 13 verse 13. He says, listen, don't use your freedom, but rather through love, what? Serve. Right circle that word serve. You're not going to like this word. In the Greek, it, may, it simply means to be a slave. So so, so, so the, the, this freedom that we have in Christ now, what we should be doing with this is being slaves and serving one another. Are you here? And in order to be a a slave to something, you have to die to yourselves. Notice Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. And one of the misconceptions or one of the things that people don't understand about serving is the way up is to go down. If you want to go up, learn how to get low. What do you mean? Learn how to humble yourselves. Because those who are humbled will be exalted. And those who exalt themselves will be what? Brought low. So if you want to go high, get low first. Are you here? Now, uh, write this down because we're talking about serving unselfishly, a life guided by Holy Spirit. So we're talking about distractions. What I mean by A life guided by Holy Spirit. Write this down. To walk in the Spirit means that we yield to his leading, his teaching, and we allow him, listen to this, to to exert his influence over us. He who? He, Holy Spirit, the third person in the Godhead we allow his we, we allow him to exert his influence over us. Did you get that? Now, John 16:13 tells us that when he the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. That word guide in the Greek it means to lead, to teach, to instruct, to to lead you, teach you, not only lead you into truth but teach you truth. Are you here? Now, something We've seen on our last teaching, and the reason why I'm saying this is because once you uh, understand all what Jesus did, and he, te- and he told us that it's to, his, it's to our advantage that he goes away, or else the helper, the one who's going to walk alongside you, one to help you, he will not come. Or it's, it's to your advantage that I go away so he can come. Okay? Now, you have to understand this. As new creation believers, we live this life by faith in Christ, but it's a life guided by Holy Spirit. Are you with me? So if I want to be disciplined, I need the power, presence, person of Holy Spirit. If I want to be good at at, at whatever, if if I want to let go of these things that, that I keep stumbling over, you can't do it on your own. You need the person, power, and influence of Holy Spirit. Are you here? Now, let's go to Galatians 22. I know it, seems, it, it may seem like uh, I'm all over the place, but let's be led by Holy Spirit, okay? Uh, NLT version, please. So I said this, this life and as a new creation is a life that's what? Guided by Holy Spirit. Talk to me. It's a life guided by? Come on, I want to hear you all way from the front to the back. It's a life guided by? It's a life how? Guided by? So if you want to be successful in God's kingdom... You have to allow yourself to be under the influence of Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, Pastor, I can't stop you not allowing Holy Spirit because you can't do it on your own. Are you here? But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of what? Fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Notice, who produces self-control? Holy Spirit. So, if I want to possess self-control, here, here, here is your part in self-control. Yielding yourself to the person, power, and presence of the Holy Spirit. That's all you have to do. That's your part. Not trying to do the self-control on your own. Your part is to let yourselves be guided by Him. He has the power. Greater is He that is in you. in the, the power that you are operating under is not your power. We can't bust the great. No, it's his power. Are you here? It's his power. How do I know? Because our power hasn't produced it. We still, under our power, trying to do it on our own, we keep falling to the same nonsense. Why? Because we're trying to do it. When in actuality, if we just yield to his leading, his guiding. Are you here? Gentleness, self control. There is no what? Law, in in other words, I I explained to you last week that the law cannot be against those who live a life guided by Holy Spirit because they're being led by Spirit and not trying to do it on their own. These, under the old covenant, it was a life uh, based upon your righteousness. Again, it was based upon what you did. It was your effort. And under the new covenant, it's what he did. It's not your effort. It's you relying on his effort. Talking about Jesus. Are you here? Verse uh, 24. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have nailed what? Their passions and desires. uh, Again, those ungodly passions and desires uh, of their sinful nature to the cross and what crucified them there. (coughs) So if if we're still somewhat dealing with those things, uh, we have forgotten that they were nailed there. (laughs) Let me slow down. They were nailed there. Where? On the cross. So if I'm still dealing with them now, that's a good indication that I cannot do this on my own. I need the person, power, influence of Holy Spirit because he nailed them there. And when I come into line with what he nailed there and yield myself to him, I can experience life here. Since we are, again, notice I said this new covenant relationship is a life got up by the Holy Spirit. Verse 25, so since we are living by the, how are we living? We're living by the, the we're living how? By By the Spirit. Let us follow the Spirit's leading in every, listen. Every part of your life, that means every part. Listen, I don't know who this is for, but when you're planted where God has called you, maybe you're watching via social media, when you're planted where God has called you to be, yeah, they offered me a big position in New York City, but that may not be the position for you. And if I really believe that God called me here, there's a big position that God has for me here. Oh, see, because you... You, you may chase the dollar all the way to, to to New York or wherever, but you get to New York and now you're making the money, but you, there's no peace, no joy, not connected to anything. And, and oh, this is gonna hurt. Well, this is gonna bust a couple of bubbles. And and the, you know you're not gonna find this stuff that we try to make up our own. <coughs> uh, this. Uh, uh, Getting up under somebody covering church kind of stuff when you're out of town. I either belong here or there. No such thing as you being babysitted by another church. I belong where God has called me to belong. Are you here? Since we are being, since we are living by the what? How are we living? Let us what? Oh. In every area. It, it, l- listen, he will guide you into all truth. Lord, show me the truth about him. Show me the truth about him. Is this position to take or not? Is this or that? I was sharing with my uncle uh, the other night it, uh, how important it is to be led by Holy Spirit. Some years ago I was working at this uh, it was in the early 90s. This one DSW who, who knows who's heard of DSW. This is when they first came on the scene It wasn't maybe just a couple stores Okay, and I was working at one and there was this gentleman uh, And he said Rix, man. Listen um, You just you know do whatever man. I, I'm gonna promote you. You just just do what you're doing I think in three days they promoted me to like a head cashier and a few weeks later They promoted me to something else and, and, and this is honest with you when all the managers would have stuff everybody would come they were invited. All the managers and me wouldn't invite nobody else that wasn't in management. So I, I guess it was the favor. It had to be the favor. So all the stuff I was getting invited to, and I was just a, you know, as you say, regular cashier, or whatever. Uh, but apparently they seen something on me. They don't hate on it. It's the favor of God. You got favor, too. Man, I'm telling you a st- I, I don't work there anymore, so you can relax, okay? I don't work there anymore. <laughs> See, again, that's something else we have to deal with when we can't celebrate the success of somebody else. But if you let Holy Spirit guide you, you can rejoice with those who rejoice. But, but the, the, to, to, to make this story shorter, <clears throat> because I want you to get your joy back. Um, he ended up promoting me to an area sales manager. And at that time, that money, it, it was better than what I was making and Holy Spirit, at the time I was going to seminary and Holy Spirit said, turn it down. And I'm like, uh, come again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling already. <laughs> can barely get back to school back and forth, paying bus fare. So, um, and, and when I told Mr. Husky, he said, "Rick's," he said, man, you, 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 you're taking this Christian thing too far, you're not balanced, you know, why would God want you to do that, and here, this promotion, but, but I knew what Holy Spirit was telling me to do. Huh? Matter of fact, he wanted me to have it so bad, he said, man, listen, <clears throat> I'm going to give you time to think about it. Just, just take a couple of weeks and just think about it. But, but still, even when them weeks was up, I still know that's not what the Lord wanted me to do. Okay? So, I didn't take it. Now, watch this. The next place, and then, you know, I was inquiring, Lord, what's up with this, and yada, yada, yada. The next place I was hired was the place where I met Pastor Chris Bianchi. Okay? He would eventually introduce me to Pastor T. So, and I say that to say, had not I been, it had, see, because at that time they were building new stores. The thing was, I would have been pro, promoted to area manager, then end up getting my own store, you no know, telling where they would have sent me. So, uh, had I not obeyed Holy Spirit, uh, I probably never would have met Pastor Chris, and I'm sure I never would have met Pastor Trace. So, so, that's why it's important to be led by Holy Spirit. Are you here? Am I telling you to turn that promotion down? No. Am I telling you to turn that promotion down? Yes, if Holy Spirit tell you to. But if Holy Spirit don't tell you to, take the promotion. That's going to keep you where you're supposed to be. Are you here? Who got that? So so, let me get you this. In these next few minutes. Now, notice <clears throat> we said, but the Holy Spirit, who produces this fruit? Holy who? <clears throat> so if I want agape type of love, it can only be produced by who? Holy Spirit. If I want this type of joy, we went over these, we'll go over them again. But today we're talking about being distracted, allowing yourselves to become or get off track by people, places, or things. But all of these, these, these nine characteristics can only be produced by who? Who? Can you do it? It tells us right here. But the Holy Spirit produces. Write this down. I said this on our last teaching that the Greek word fruit refers to the natural product of a living thing. So here the Apostle Paul (coughs) used fruit to help us understand the product of Holy Spirit who lives on inside of every believer. <clears throat> Are you here? We also see that the fruit of the spirit is produced by the spirit, not the believer. It's produced who? How? It's produced how? Not by the Christian. <clears throat> Again, that Greek word is a singular word showing that fruits, fruit, I want to say fruit, not fruits. Fruit is a unified whole, not independent characteristics. What I mean by it's nine characteristics, but it's one whole. And What I mean by they're not independent characteristics, you can't operate in one without operating the other. So when you allow the Holy Spirit to produce in you, when there's love there's going to be joy. You can't have peace without having joy. So you can't have self-control without having all the other eight. So to have one is to possess them all. Notice fruit. Are you here? So when, when people say that they're whatever and uh, you shall know them by the fruit that they bear or produce. So if I say uh, I'm walking in gentleness and you don't see uh, uh, I'm not walking in kindness either. And I'm not walking in faithfulness either. Because to walk in one is to possess them all. Are you here? Now, notice he said <clears throat> I showed you verse 13 and I said again, Paul does not say precisely what's going on, but there was some intense strife that was definitely going on among the Galatians and um, even in churches today there, there are things that, that try again to fight you or fight against you to keep you from being planted in doing what it is that you're supposed to do. And notice he said, no, rather than indulging in these things, serve or be slaves to one another. Hmm. Write this down. It's not until we actively, someone say actively, Actively. decide to make a, watch this, it's not until we actively decide to take on the role of a servant Are we able to serve others unselfishly? Notice we're talking about serving unselfishly, a life guided by Holy Spirit. So it's not until I decide to take on the role of a servant, am I able to serve others unselfishly? To serve others or to serve others well, listen to this, we must realize that we are ultimately serving someone greater. See whatever you do in word or deed do it all to what the name of the Lord or do it as unto the Lord so so it, ultimately I'm ser- the way because I serve you well because I'm serving him well and I can't serve you well if I'm not first serving him well and if I want to serve you well I need to allow this fruit to be produced in me now don't Upset yourselves because just like any other fruit, uh, there is, uh, uh, we all start off a of seed form. Some fruit mature at a different pace than others, but nonetheless, there should be some maturity as time progresses. <laughs> uh, the attitudes change over time, the love game should be better now that you've been in this for a moment. <clears throat> Are you here? Again, the wrong people, the wrong places, and things can be our greatest, watch this, distractions. Again, distractions that precludes us from serving others. So when we, the wrong people, the wrong places, the wrong things can be our greatest distraction that prevents us from serving others. Selfish. You want to break selfishness? Let Holy Spirit produce it in you. Are you here? The wrong people, the wrong places, the wrong what? These three things, I want you to write these down. They will immobilize implementation, they will paralyze potential and progress. They would demoralize your determination. What do you mean? They would deprive you of spirit and courage and discipline. Yeah, the, the wrong people can de- deprive you of courage. The wrong places can de- deplete your spirit. <clears throat> the wrong circumstances can kill your courage if you let it. <clears throat> Are you here? And they compromise your character. The wrong people, the wrong places, the wrong things can immobilize your implementation. In other words, they stop you from impl- implementing things. They paralyze your potential and progress. They can demoralize your determination, and they can cause you to compromise your character. Are you here? And watch this. If it's causing me to operate, in either, and there are more than these, but these are some things the Holy Spirit gave me. If, if 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 this individual immobilizes my implement, implementation, guess what? He's not the one for me. She's not the one for me. If I, if my potential is paralyzed, this is not the right organization for me. Are you here? And here's the thing about um, we we. Uh, uh, social clubs and syndicates and groups and affiliations. and it, 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 Listen, in and of themselves, depending on what they are, they're, they're, there's nothing wrong with it. But <coughs> the, the problem comes in is when it takes more of my time than what I need to be doing in the kingdom. Huh? Yeah, and here's the thing. <coughs> when we're talking about people, places, things All people aren't bad. You just, you know, you have to know what people are good for you. It's not that you're a bad person. You're just not good for me. It's not that it's not a good organization. It's just not good for me. I know, I don't know, tons and tons of people in fraternities and motorcycle clubs and everything. And one of the reasons why I never particularly joined some of these motorcycle clubs and been asked God knows how many is because even although y'all do good things, you're not good for me. What I'm called to do doesn't fit within your infrastructure. Although y'all do nice things, I'm not a good fit. That's what we have to do. See, sometimes we have such a sense of want to belong that we compromise our character just to say, I'm part of this club. Woo! <clears throat> I, I, here you go. Pastor, how do I know if I should connect? Ask Holy Spirit. Ask Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Are you here? So we said, the wrong people, the wrong. Let, let, let me show you something. Second Corinthians 6, 14, 15, Amplified Version. You here? Watch this. <clears throat> Do not be... God, God, it's more people than I'm hearing. Come on. Do not be unequally bound together with what? Unbelievers, <clears throat> do not make mist, match alliances with them. That's in, that's inconsistent with your faith. So I don't want to connect to any people, any place, or any things that's inconsistent with my faith. What fellowship does light have with darkness? Are you here? <clears throat> now, now let me say this: unequally yoke is not just saved and unsaved. Unequally yoked is when you have two individuals with opposing beliefs. Two individuals that's on divergent paths. And that's what we mess up. We connect because they're nice. No, no. You can be nice and have totally separate. You got a lot of nice people who believe, don't believe in God. So we don't need to connect on that type of friendship where your beliefs are now. Interfere with mine. Oh, boy. Are you here? Do not be what? Write this. Wrong people. Wrong people. See, here's the thing. Growth thrives in the company of right people. You can only grow in the company of the right people. You can't grow in the company of wrong people. Matter of fact, let me ask you this question. Ask yourself this question. Am I uh, surrounded by growth-minded individuals? Or growth-oriented, let me say it that way, individuals. Am I surrounded by growth-oriented individuals? Another good <coughs> uh, way you can tell if you're in the wrong environment? <laughs> are you moving upward? See, watch this. If this thing is is not improving the quality of my life, it's not good for me. But watch this. It, it, again, it, it it could, be, it could be a nice whatever, but if it's pulling me away from kingdom responsibilities, if it's pulling me away from what I'm a part of, it's not good for me. Are you here? It's difficult to move up upward when the people you're around pull you down. Or the people you're around pulling you down. <clears throat> and watch this. Some of these people are Christians. And here's what people don't get: our social context influences how, whether or not we succeed. Uh, 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 the, your social influences has a lot to do with you succeeding in various aspects of various aspects of your life. Yeah. Are you here? Notice we're talking about being distracted. Because a lot of people have been distracted. You will, and you—you've heard the saying with Jim Ron, you know, with the sum total of the of our five closest people in our lives. That's, that's a, there's a lot of truth to that. You will only listen to this. You will only ever be as great as the people you surround yourself with. So you have to be brave enough to let go of those who are bringing you down. <clears throat> you have to be brave enough to let go of people who bring you down. You have to be brave enough to disassociate yourself with organizations or places that bring you down. Yeah. Watch this. Here's another good sign that you're in the company of wrong people. When your morals are shunned consistently. Are you here? So, so if me being in this, this company, if being in the company of these people caused me to shun my morals consistently, that, that's, 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 that's not a good sign. Another extreme of being in the company of bad people are when we are forced, listen to this, another good indicator that, are, that we are in the company of the wrong people Is that when we are forced into taking part of damaging activities. Uh, That was good. Another extreme of being in the company of the wrong people are when we are forced into taking part into damaging activities. Are you partaking in what are damaging activities? Activities that are damaging. Association breeds assimilation. You've heard that before. Association breeds assimilation or conformity. Are you hearing me? Youth, are you hearing me? Elderly, are you hearing me? Young, uh, in between, are you hearing me? Association breeds assimilation. No, you were not like that before. <clears throat> But since you kept dwelling in that mephitic environment, you are now conforming to their attitudes, to their ways, mannerisms, and and the such. Whatever they may be. You hang around liars, you're going to start lying, man, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You hang around people who's always thinking about robbing, shooting, killing, that's going to rub off on you. So now you got to battle crazy thoughts. Are you here? Matter of fact, ask yourselves, am I sidetracked? Have I been sidetracked? Wrong places. What do you mean by wrong places? Social clubs, organizations, groups, affiliations. (coughs) And watch this, environments that promote bad habits and makes it hard for you to form good ones. So any organization that, that, that makes it hard for me to form good habits, uh, see you're married and your responsibilities differ. So why would I join a club with a bunch of single people? We're not, we're not even on the same plane mentally because the responsibilities differ and they're probably not thinking like you think. Are you here? Places that promotes negativity and and de- de- denies the wellness in your mind. Are you around? Are you are you hanging in places that promotes negativity? Are you here? this stuff makes a difference, guys? And see so, so here, here's the thing. Although you are free to do whatever, that doesn't mean I have to do it. Yes, are you here? So yeah, yeah, Pastor Russell go to the club tonight if I want to, but but it, and if it rest true if you see me there, I'm there sharing Jesus. So so just because you're free see you, you got to remember now, I am now a disciple of Jesus. The see the old saints used to say, the places I used to go, I don't want to go anymore. The things I used to do, I don't want to do anymore. And they really did, but but this generation now. The places I used to go, I want to go more. The things I used to do, I -hmm. want to do more. You know why? Because we're trying to do it without the person, present power of the Holy Spirit. Are you here? And the wrong things can distract you. What do you mean? Situations and circumstances. Things that you were not expecting. So that's why you have to be led by Holy Spirit. Because Satan can use the smallest thing to disrupt your whole day. The smallest event. Are you here? Ephesians 4, one. Ephesians 4.1 and I'm done. Ephesians 4, one. Let me close with this verse. Amplified version. This is how we should be living. This is how we should be living. Watch this. Just verse 1. So let's read this out loud. So I, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live what? Hey, with bearing one another with what type of love? You can't do that without the presence and power of Holy Spirit. Make listen. Make some some effort. Everything within my means to keep what the oneness and see. A lot of times we don't see that displayed in the body of Christ because we're being pulled away by the wrong people, the wrong places, and the wrong things. And when you see that, that's why the more discipline you see at a place, the more growth you see. Yeah, you know, ministries grow when. It, it has nothing to do with this or that as much as it does with... You just have a bunch of disciplined individuals. People who are focused on the main thing. Same, plain, plain and simple. Very few people don't join because of music. Or or that. No, no, no. people Even today, the word of mouth, when I'm disciplined and I'm sharing, guess what? People are going to. But, but if I'm so tugged by people... The wrong places, wrong things. Guess what? I'm doing good just to come by myself. And and, and I want to admonish you. Let let's let's not go into 2020 distract. I, I was we were. <clears throat> Pastor spoke in Virginia last week, and one of the ladies there was sharing a testimony how Pastor gave a word. A couple of years before that, but Pastor wasn't there last year, so she says she's going to wait till she see her again. She want to tell it publicly and just how, what Pastor spoke came to pass. And um, I was thinking about, man, wow, we get this every week, and the Lord began to mention me how a lot, a lot of individuals, you, you, you can bec- or you've become so familiar that, you know, now when pastors speak, it, 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 it it's, it's just words. Then he reminded me of Jesus how he couldn't do many mighty miracle, mighty works in his hometown because people unbelieve, And sometimes it's those that are closest to us that get so familiar. See, the Scripture's true. See, if I receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, I can receive a prophet's reward. But but if I no longer see him or see her in light of who they are, they say something, but nothing happens. Why? And when he said to this man, everything he say comes to pass. Why? Because he has not lost sight or she has not lost sight of who was before them. And, 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 and this is by the spirit, a great many of you that supported this house, you've you become so familiar <clears throat> that you no longer see your shepherds for who they are. That's, that's why it's, it's, there's this nonchalant kind of, you know, and, 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 and here's what the devil do. When, when things stop manifesting because I, I'm no longer trusting God, I'm going to blame. Well, it'll start with blaming the pastor. Then it'll go off to blame, and you'll blame the dog, you'll blame the cat, you'll blame your boss, you'll blame whoever. All oh, because I've lost sight of what's... Are oh, you here. So, so let's, let's end the year strong. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit shekinagloryfc.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.